right, welcome to a fresh new episode of the Breakfast Pizza Podcast, where uh, neither me nor Lucas get to talk about our team's plan this weekend. Yeah, it's just, it's just sad. I mean, you made it one more it's week sad. than me. Yeah, which is really sad. Yeah. Highly disappointing. What did we finish the season? One and five? Our last six? Yeah. Yep. I mean, that that's pretty much horrible. But, I mean, there was only one quarter of one game that was remotely entertaining for you guys. I guess the second half against the Browns was entertaining when they put their prevent defense in and uh, uh, yeah, Juju and, and Big Ben we went on their farewell tour. On an obvious fourth and one and then gave up Nick Chubb running 35 yards into the yeah. end zone. Well, there's some coaches that on fourth and one, <sighs> they'll go for it. I went to bed in the middle of that play. When Nick Chubb broke out, I literally stood up, went to bed before he got to the end zone. I didn't mean to start us off with making you having to relive <laughs> this entire thing again. Sure. But, uh, I'm not upset about it. Um, so this weekend, uh, we had the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a lot of coaches uh, switching around, rumors of trades. Um, but I will personally say that I watched – Almost zero football on Saturday. Um, we went on a trip to Ogilvy Resort mm-hmm. and did some ice skating and yeah, other yeah. things. I watched. I watched uh, some. I didn't watch all of it. I watched some yeah. of it though. I watched a little bit of the Bills and Ravens. I well, I guess I watched almost all of the late game. Yeah. Um, but I didn't yeah. watch much of the early game. But I watched but almost all of the late game. The big thing that sort of happened and reverberated through the sports world, James Harden. If Boy. you cry long enough, someone's <laughs> going to pay attention to you. And he got traded. By he the did. way, this is after he went out, after they got blown out by the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And in his post up the presser after the game, he basically said, we're just not talented enough to compete with these people. Which, by the way, it's true. Yeah, against the Lakers. <laughs> but you being the leader of a team can't say those things. Obviously, he doesn't want to be there. But he also created most of the problems that they had. Yeah. He did. I, he's not. James Harden does not play, to use the super cliche term, like he does. he's not a winner. He doesn't play winning basketball. He plays ISO one-on-one, shoot 100 threes. And if they get really hot, they can beat most teams. But James Harden doesn't hustle. He's not a great leader. He doesn't play great defense. Like, James Harden is an offensive superstar. He's a shooting superstar. You know, he scores the ball incredibly well. But he just – I hate the way James Harden plays. I don't like James Harden. As a basketball player, it, I don't seem to love him off the court either. And uh, this whole fiasco with him wanting out of Houston has not endeared him to me at all. Well, I mean, everybody at wants all. out of Houston. but Yeah, they do. Uh, he gets out. Big trade. A lot of people going back and forth. Um, but my first thought when I heard this, and I think I texted you this, yeah. now they got Durant, Harden, Kyrie. Yeah. Are they going to play with more than one ball? <laughs> like, what are they going to do? Like, I don't... Yeah. I mean, Kyrie and Harden love the dribble. Yeah. They love the dribble. Durant does pretty well. I mean, he spent time with Westbrook. 
and OKC. So Westbrook loves to dribble. Durant played off the ball a lot. Uh, yeah. He spent time in Golden State with Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond. He spent a lot of time off the ball. He still handled the ball a lot. But like Durant, I feel like, is suited to play with other guys mm-hmm. like that. He can do it. He's done it his whole career. Kyrie, no. Harden, absolutely not. I mean, Kyrie did it with LeBron, and then Kyrie's like, I want to be the guy. So he left and went to Boston. Yeah, but he wanted to be the guy, and everyone was saying he was the guy. He was really the guy in Cleveland. There were several people there saying were. that, and it was a bunch of baloney. Then he went to Boston. He got hurt, and they got better when he yeah. wasn't on the court. Yeah. And it's probably going to happen in Brooklyn as well. They're going to get better when Kyrie's not on the court, which, by the way, he doesn't really seem to be interested in being on the court he right now. He hasn't seen a court in three weeks. He won't show up. He I, he still won't answer phone calls. He's too busy waving sage around somewhere. I, doing who knows what. I, Stephen A's takes I normally just flat out disagree with yeah. because I think – but when it comes to basketball, I feel like that's more of his wheelhouse than it is football. But he said – Kyrie Irving should retire. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I agree with that. Like, if you don't want to play, retire. Yeah. Like, you and obviously. And that was essentially Stephen A's take. He's like, if you if you won't prioritize basketball. Yeah. Then don't. Like, then don't play basketball. Yeah. So, uh, wild trade. Um, I personally believe in the long run, the Rockets probably end up winning just because they're going to get draft picks and they can rebuild their team away from James Harden. Um, I was still surprised that they traded Westbrook for Wall. Yeah. They knew they were going to trade Harden. Everyone knew they were going to end up trading Harden. It it has felt like it's been going that way for a while. I I would have rather build a team around Westbrook than Harden. Yes. Without a doubt. Yeah, I like Westbrook a lot more. Better That's, teammate. That is my opinion. Everybody that has played with Westbrook yeah. his whole career afterwards, they all say that's one of the best teammates I've ever had. Yeah. Well, what if what if Westbrook just like somehow gets traded up and they recreate the Oklahoma City Thunder in Brooklyn? No. <laughs> that's not gonna happen. Yeah, I don't think he's interested in that no. at all. I mean, Westbrook, I love Westbrook to death, but he obviously I mean, he hasn't proven that he can really win. And it's tough to win a championship, but Westbrook hasn't been super successful either outside of regular season numbers as much as I like him. Yeah. Neither is Wall, neither is Harden. Those guys just haven't done it. Well, yeah. And then Watson still wants out of Houston from yeah. the Texans. Yeah. And there's there were a lot of things flying around that people think he's played his last snaps in Houston. Yeah. They're planning a march in Houston. Really? Yeah, like fans like marching in Houston to like convince them to yeah, stay. Yeah, I guess I don't know. By the way, the I don't. I honestly don't know how many players legitimately know who would be a good GM. I understand like it's frustration no. with like your employer says they value your opinion and you they want you to be involved, and then they do something completely contrary, mm-hmm. and but at the same time like. I, we've literally all been there. Yeah. Like, it, it's happened to every single person that's had mm-hmm. a job. Mm-hmm. Right? You yeah. Know, you go in, like, and, it, like, companies that I've worked for in the past, like, we, we value your opinion and we want whatever. Here's this survey. Fill it out. Yeah. Like, we all know it's a bunch of garbage. <laughs> I, but at the same time, like, 
I can appreciate that he wants to be treated better and he sees that his career is going to be wasted because it will. Yeah. But, like, he hasn't said anything. It's very passive-aggressive. Yeah, yes. And it's just annoying to have to listen to it all the time. It is. Um, They are supposed to bring in someone that that he noted as someone he thought would be a good head coach, which was Eric Bieniemy. From Kansas City. Yeah, KC's OC. Which, I mean, that should have been on everybody's list. Yeah, it should have been. Absolutely. Um, But anyways, I want to talk about sportsmanship. There were some nice moments this week. There were. uh, We've spent time speaking of certain Pittsburgh wide receivers that don't know how to shut up. Yeah, almost all of them. Uh, It has ended up being almost all of them. Um, at least the two video gamer guys. Yeah, Juju and Claypool can't. Yeah, they can't stay off the ticky tack. Yeah, they can't. The ticky <laughs> I couldn't even figure out what you were talking about for a second. Yeah. I was like, what are, you, are you talking about like uh, bad penalties? Yeah, I don't know. Where were, we, <laughs> where were we all supposed to delete that because the Chinese were stealing all our information or yeah, something? Yeah, I thought they were going to delete it or something in the U.S. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well. Sometimes we're good at following through on those kind of things. Sometimes we're not. But <laughs> Claypool goes out and he says that uh, tough loss, but the Browns are about to get clapped by the Chiefs. Yeah. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. And it's like – so that is an example to any young listeners out there. That is an example of being a sore loser. Don't do that. And yeah. just – you need to grow up. Learn yeah, how to be a professional. Say, just say, like, Browns played a great game. Congratulations to them. Yeah, and I thought Canadians were supposed to be nice. Yeah, we didn't play our What best. happened to that? I guess Notre Dame just ruined that for him. I guess. But Gee, many Christmas. I, there is no excuse for acting like that. I, I Juju, his whole TikTok dance thing, I find very annoying, and I don't understand it. I, yeah, but it's not bad sportsmanship. Right. What he yeah. said about the Browns before the game with the Browns, bad sportsmanship. Yeah. yeah. What he did after the game, acting like a baby, not going over. Shaking hands, congratulating folks. Yeah. Guess what? Poor, poor, poor yeah. sportsmanship. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. And uh, granted, the leader of the team did the same exact thing. Put yeah, some I don't fully understand that from Ben because I generally don't think of him as someone who's like that. Is any that's not? Well, I mean, it's just the culture of the locker room seems to always be heading that way. Recently, it does, and he is the leader. Yes, he he's the elder statesman on the team. A. B. Bell, Juju, Claypool, insert next guy here. Just seems to be a trend. But if you want to look at something better, Odell Beckham Jr. tweeted before the game against the Chiefs that uh, don't be surprised if they win this mm-hmm. weekend. Speaking of the Browns, yeah. Um, which, by the way, if you want to go out and say something on your social media platform, use that platform to build up your own team, not try to tear other people down. Right. Period. The end. Not even sports related, just being a human. Yeah. Try to build people up instead of tearing them down. Yeah. Maybe we can all live a little happier. Yep. 
looked a little nicer. But to top it all off, Patrick Mahomes likes the tweet. That's fantastic. I really enjoyed <laughs> seeing that. That was one of my favorite like good sportsmanship moments I saw from the weekend or the week because it was just this mutual respect between opponents. And I like that. I think it's awesome. Yeah, it was kind of neat to see Odell, you know, cheering his team on and Patrick Mahomes coming alongside and being like, like, good for you. Like, yeah, cheer your team on. Like, that's, I like to see that. Also, five years ago, if you told me we were having this conversation and Odell was the model for maturity and good sportsmanship. Well, I don't know that he's the model. He had a moment. In this scenario. He had a moment. Yeah, what, five years ago he was proposing to field goal nets or something? Yeah. He's come a long way. (sighs) Well... Yeah, he seems to have come some way. Anyways, um, there were a couple other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, after the game last night. Yeah, Saints and Bucks. Yeah. After the game, um, rumored and uh, even reported by a few outlets that Drew Brees is retiring. Uh, terribly sad. Love Drew Brees. Breaks my heart. But after the game, him and Brady are back on the field. Um, together just in street clothes talking and Breeze's boys are out there and one of them tosses a ball to Brady and runs to the end zone and Brady, you know, throws him a touchdown pass or whatever. And, uh, man, I had such, I had like a Grinch moment when his heart is growing. I was so conflicted because <laughs> boy, do I hate Tom Brady, but that was cool right? Uh, for both of them, for Breeze and Brady both. Yeah. Which that's the thing Breeze does after every game, I believe every home game. His kids are there. They come on the field, I guess, pre-COVID. That was the thing. Mm. That might have been the first time they had done that this year. I guess last week, maybe. maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, But that was pretty cool. Uh, And then, like, right after the game when they go and shake hands or whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, for the second straight week, Brady goes over to the opposing quarterback, which last week was Alex Smith, even though he didn't play. And he came over and said, you know, you're awesome. So much respect for you. You're the best. Uh, super awesome. Then it tells Breeze, you're the best. And it's like, if I was Aaron Rodgers, the ultimate <laughs> motivation would be not having to hear Tom Brady tell me, dude, you're the best. You're awesome. Yeah. Hey. Man, I... Because I if you like lose, you're not the one that's going to initiate that conversation. Right. You're wanting to just get out of there. Yeah, you're wanting to say um, good game, way to go, good luck, right. and go. So uh, that would be my motivation if I was Aaron Rodgers. But it was awesome to see that. And then for all the hate that Bill's Mafia gets, they get a lot of it. for they being do. For being dumb, for well, jumping off of things. They earn some of the hate. They've... They've earned a they've, lot of they've it. They've earned it. <laughs> um, but earlier this year, they donated a lot of money to the hospital in honor of uh, Josh Allen's mother who mm-hmm. had cancer, mm-hmm. her grandmother. I think it was his mother. I think. It could be either one. It was awesome. They donated all that money. Um, several years ago, when Andy Dalton was in Cincinnati, they beat the Ravens that let the Bills into the playoffs. Um, and the 
Bills Mafia fans donated money to Andy Dalton's charity. Charity. Um, and after the game this Saturday, the Bills Mafia donated $75,000 to uh, Lamar Jackson's backpack program mm-hmm. um, in Louisville, which, by the way, super awesome. Yeah. That's great. That is awesome. I mean, that's so cool that, like, fans of the opposing team yeah. see Lamar Jackson, you know, play hard, playing, you know, and then uh, getting hurt, going down, and then they're like, hey, let's, you know, donate some money to that guy's charity, played a good game, hate to see him go down. Like, it's yeah. just cool. It's just cool. Yeah. So, the moral of this is, there's a lot of really great things that happen in sports to teach you how to be respectful, professional, have good sportsmanship. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the NFL, there are some amazing examples of people that show outstanding sportsmanship and character that kids can look up to. Yeah. Don't look at those two. Yeah, don't look at... that. That is pathetic. Look, look at these other guys. And it's a model of how we can all work together yeah. There we go. It That's is. the end of my it, speech. It's incredibly frustrating as a Pittsburgh fan for players on the team to keep doing that because I long for the days of Heinz Ward and Troy Polamalu and, you know, guys that Jerome Bettis. They yeah. were like, they were professionals and they acted like it and they, you know, did shake hands and congratulate people after the game and didn't whine about everything. And, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. To me, that's part of like Pittsburgh. That should be, is part of like Pittsburgh Steeler football is being congratulatory to people whether you win or lose. Like being having good sportsmanship, and that should be part of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, but it's uh, not as much as it once was. It doesn't seem. Yeah, I did see a comp this weekend. They compared uh, Jarvis Landry to Heinz Ward as the. Com- the comparable wide receiver. And I thought that was a pretty good comparison for him for the style of wide receiver. He is not saying that he is because Heinz Ward goes down as one of the best dirty work wide receivers that's ever played the game. Yeah. But that's the kind of receiver Jarvis Landry is. And I can appreciate that to some extent. Anyways, (laughs) uh, good news. (laughs) Uh, Finkner, Sphincter is not calling plays for the Steelers. Feekner. Whatever. Don't care for him, but Feekner, Randy Feekner. Yeah, they decided not to bring him back. Shocker. Praise God. Hallelujah. Shocker. Woo. Big surprise. Uh, they are, um, promoting from within. Also, not a shocker. Yeah. Which I'm not, uh, like, I'm not upset. You know they're going to pay every single person on that team, and they're going to bring back the exact same roster with Matt Canada as offensive coordinator and do the same exact thing again. They better not. They will do the same thing. Why do you think that? Because that's what they do. They don't change. They don't adapt. They just keep going down the same road. If they would just play like they're supposed to play, we did change. But they can't. That's the problem. We did change. We changed from running the ball and playing defense to throwing 50 times in a game and not being able to stop the run. We did change. Change back. Go back to run the ball and stop the run. Go back to that. 
Stop throwing the ball 50 times a game. We did change. That's our problem. Well, they can change, but it's going to require them to uh, cut Ben Roethlisberger. We also we got rid of the offensive line coach and TE coach. Well, the offensive line coach definitely needed to go. Yeah. So, I mean, there that's more changes than Pittsburgh has made in a long time. Maybe Ebron, is he out of there yet? Uh, he better be. Uh, anyways, uh, Cowboys, probably about 30 minutes after we recorded last week's episode, <laughs> uh, they hired Dan Quinn as the defensive coordinator. Yep. I'm personally very excited about that. The personnel, because of the Rod Marinelli scheme, which was essentially Chris Richard's scheme that they were running the last several years. Uh, from Seattle, Chris Richard was the passing game or defensive backs coach in Seattle. Mm. Same sort yeah. of defense model. Dan Quinn will bring that. It'll fit the personnel they have a lot better. Um, hopefully, it can't make the defense worse. Correct about that. Um, so I'm excited to see. I'm excited for that. I was kind of hoping for Anthony Lynn. But, um, you know, I'm sure that he's going to land on his feet somewhere and be a good defensive coordinator yeah. again. Uh, what else? Head co- coaching carousel changes. Um, Robert Salah goes to the Jets. Yeah, go to the Jets. Uh, real surprised. I really thought that was going to be Doug Peterson. Did you really? That was all the reports. So I really thought I, that was going to maybe Doug Peterson goes as the never, OC. Maybe I don't, that just never seemed to click for me. I don't know why. Maybe he does. Maybe he goes as the OC. Well, that was the story but, that came out where he basically went in the front office and gave Jeff Lurie the big middle finger. I don't like what you have to say and got fired. Yeah. <laughs> um, that he had a backup plan. So, yeah. Um, but Urban Meyer. Yep. Jacksonville. Big hire. Uh, a little unexpected from, well, I mean, not in the last days because it was reported a bunch, yeah. but when it first started getting reported, I was like, well, that's interesting. Well, so it was interesting that his name didn't pop up more last year because there was a lot of talk about him possibly for Dallas. Mm. But, I mean, Dallas obviously interviewed Marvin Lewis to fulfill their Rooney Rule duties. Yeah. And then they were going to hire Mike McCarthy. Yeah. So... Um, and then Arthur Smith goes to Atlanta. I don't know much about him. Uh, so he's been the offensive coordinator at Tennessee for the last several years since Matt LaFleur left and went to Green Bay, mm-hmm. uh, which by the way, he's seemed to do a pretty good job with that he's offense. Done a great job. Yeah. Um, so good luck. Uh, you got no cap space with a lot of old players, <laughs> uh, that were once real good. Um, Dan Campbell got hired in Detroit today. Um, Ex-Cowboys player. Uh, He was the Dolphins interim coach after they fired Adam Gase before they hired Brian Flores. Yeah, built the gap. Um, The rumor is, that's what I heard, uh, the Lions wanted Vrabel or Patricia when they hired Patricia. Mm-hmm. They went with Patricia and have since regretted not going with yeah. Frable. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Swinging a miss on that one. But they're going more for a leadership coach as the head coach 
than either an offensive or defensive guru. Right. Which build, I think is a good. Culture. I think that's the right way to go. Yeah. I think that's what the Giants did with Joe Judge. Yeah. And that seems to be working out pretty good thus it does. far. I would agree that that's a, for a head coach. I would rather see a coach with outstanding leadership, character, mm-hmm. build a culture, and then bring in the gurus on the coordinator yeah. side. Like bring in the guy that's crazy good on offense, crazy good on defense, maybe can't run a team, super smart. Do that on the coordinators. Your head coach needs to lead the team. He needs to be a smart football guy, but there's a lot of smart football guys. Yeah. Bring in somebody that will build a culture, Joe Judge. Yeah, and those special team coaches are good choices for that too. They seem to be. It seems to be a pretty popular. I think we'll see more of that moving forward. I uh, hope so. Because Belichick's really a big special teams guy. He like is. He was a special teams coach, and he went through. Yeah, I the could ranks, argue that the culture he's built is just cheating and lying, and well, doing a lot of very underhanded, sneaky things. As the great philosopher Taylor Swift once said, mm. "Haters gonna hate." Hate, 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 hate. Wow. <laughs> Did she also have one that said cheaters going to cheat, 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 cheat? I don't know. <laughs> but, Lucas, my picks did not go very – actually, I did okay. No, I didn't. One of mine was very bad because I went with what I said on the show. Yeah. When I said, if it's not snowing, I take the Rams. Yeah. I was wrong. I, uh, I struggled because one by one that's – really doing terribly i went with my heart i'm picking things that, like i just can't pick certain things yep um so oh well actually hold on this week that one was better yeah that's right this week that one was better because i can't pick the browns I, right. i'm not gonna pick the ravens so like well, i got I, some right by default this i took week. the ravens well let's we'll walk through this so ravens bills yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> kind of a toss uh, up. I mean, what like I didn't watch all of it. I fell asleep during part of it because <laughs> it was kind of boring. I woke up and Huntley was quarterback. Yeah. Um, so, like, feel bad for Lamar, but same time, like, I. I thought they were getting hot. I didn't think he magically got better at throwing the ball. Right. Because he didn't. Correct. He he didn't magically get someone else to throw the ball. Uh, There was the one play where Des Bryant was on the field, Mm. and that dude wasn't one ounce scared that Des Bryant was going to go down the field. No, he was not. (laughs) He was not intimidated by Des Bryant's speed. Yeah, he had his foot in the ground ready to come forward the entire time. Yep. Um, so I, no receiver, I just, I, something has to change in Baltimore. Yeah. Because the scheme they're trying, Lamar Jackson, one of the best athletes on the field. Yeah. And he can absolute wreck a game. Yeah. A credit. I will say, as I was watching the game, credit the Bills defense for having a phenomenal game plan and executing it relatively well for most of the game. Well, because they, yeah, for the most part, I mean, you can go back and watch the game. I actually did watch this one. On the big chunk plays that Lamar had where he broke out, ran for big first downs, where he broke out, ran for 20 yards, every single time 
the pass rushers got way upfield, way fast, and he had two or three pass rushers behind him. He would just step up in the pocket, take off running. The Bills, for a lot of the game, they sacked him a few times. They would rush him, but they would they refused to open up big gaps mm-hmm. in the front of the line. They did a phenomenal job of keeping him yeah. in the pocket. And I yeah. thought I thought great game plan, really good execution on the part of the Bills. Yeah, I thought they did great. Uh, and Edmonds had a good game. Mm. Uh, the middle line. Larry Hughes played well. He made a few mistakes, but yeah, he's the pass rusher. Jerry Hughes. Jerry? Is yeah. it not Larry? It's Jerry Hughes. Is it really? Yeah. Man, I really thought that was Larry Hughes. No, it's Jerry. Somebody said Jerry Hughes while we were watching the game, and I was like, no, 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 that's Larry. I corrected him. Oh, they thought, oh, this guy hosts a sports podcast. He probably knows what I he's talking about. I don't know everything. Dang it. His name is Hughes. He wears 55 plays for the Bills yeah, and rushes Yeah, Jerry the Hughes. Jerry Hughes. Yeah. Who was Larry Hughes? Uh, an uncle? You got Larry an uncle? Hughes? Larry Hughes used to play point guard for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Larry Hughes. There we go. You guys learned something today. Um, I, Never mind. But Justin Tucker also <laughs> missed two field Holy goals. cow. That was the most insane thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Like, he doinked upright on one side, but by the way, on the, other side. the first, the only one he made, that ball drifted ten yards right after it made it through the goalpost. Well, he missed his first one. The first one that he made, the only one. Oh, he made, oh, okay, yeah. It went through and then drifted ten yards to the right. That wind was wild. It was, but both of his kicks he missed. He just started them outside the goalpost on the wrong side. It yeah, well, that wind, I guess, was a little tricky. It's the only thing I can figure out. Maybe. Um, Did you see his facial expressions yeah. after the kicks? The camera zoomed in on his face. Yeah, they were he great. Was, he was the most shocked person I've ever seen. Um, yes, I was surprised. Uh, I wasn't, still wasn't uber impressed with the Bills. They won. Yeah. But it wasn't like uber impressed about it. I was impressed with the Packers. <laughs> yeah. Because they look real good. Devontae Smith. Had a day still. Devontae Smith. Adams? Devontae Adams. You're hollering about Larry and Jerry, oh and you gosh. can't remember Devontae Adams? Well, Devontae Smith is the guy that won the Heisman that shouldn't have. It's Devonta Smith. It's not Devontae. It's Devonta. Tomato, tomato. Hey, the... Uh, no, we won't get it. Actually, <laughs> Devontae said that if people want to call him Devonta, it's fine. That's what he said. Okay. I did hear that. Okay. So, I'm good. I'm in the clear. He did say that. Uh, but only after Devonta Smith won the Heisman. Correct. Um, but Devonte Adams. Yeah. Man, he's so good. He played really well. He didn't have a massive yardage day. Caught a touchdown, though. You just can't stop Oh, that him. touchdown. That was so beautiful. He's like, oh, we got one-on-one. We're just going to run him across the field. Run through all the trash. Go ahead. Try to get there. And he, Jalen Ramsey was the angriest I've (laughs) ever heard. He was so bad. He was not very happy. I him like that. Uh, But the Packers, they look great. In Lambeau, in the cold. It's tough. Yeah. It is. Oh, boy. Um, Do you think, uh, what do you think? Just question, like, if Lamar Jackson doesn't get hurt, do the Ravens have a chance to come back and win? Do you think the Bills locked it up? Do you think that sealed? Do you think that sealed the game? Do you think the Bills won because of Lamar Jackson's injury, or because they deserved to win the game? Uh, 
if Justin Tucker doesn't miss the two first field goals, Lamar doesn't get hurt or throw a pick six, they might win. I mean, they were a lot of ifs. I know they were in it, right? That's what I'm saying. They were in it. Like all this, like you look at the score, seventeen three. You're like, oh man, they got. They were there. They were. They it could were. have been nine, 10 to 9 at the end of the first half. Yeah, could have been. But it wasn't. It was 10 to 3. And then the Ravens' defense still played great in the second half. Yeah, they did. You can't help that uh, that that interception in the red zone was so bad. It was awful. Yeah, he hit him right in the chest yeah, with it. Yeah, not good. 101-yard um, pick return, big, exciting play. I was having flashbacks of James Harrison in the Super Bowl against the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, you were probably enjoying that a lot. I was. Yeah. I was like, oh, James, this is reminding me of good times. James Harrison, 101-yard interception return at the end of halftime. Right. So, uh, the I, I think it was closer than the score said it was. But yeah. I don't know that – I mean, Huntley missed a wide, wide yeah, open. Yeah, he did. Uh, that was the second most wide open receiver I saw all weekend. <laughs> the number one was Smith for the Saints when Jameis Winston came in. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Let, was... Well, let's talk about the other game first. We'll come to this one because okay. there's other stuff to talk about with that. Chiefs and Browns, it started off, and it didn't look great for, <laughs> for the Brownies. Um, they started to come back into it. Patrick Mahomes, apparently not, wasn't diagnosed a concussion, but he had concussion symptoms. Yeah. But the, some of the people said it was just because, like, his helmet got twisted and he got, like, choked out. Yeah. Which it did look like that. Oh, yeah. But. I mean, either way, he was out of the game. Yeah. Um, He was a wobbly human being when he tried to stand up. The Browns got back into it. Yeah, they did. They got the ball. Eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Go down the field. Mm-hmm. Um, Credit the, Je- the Chiefs defense mm-hmm. for standing up. Yeah. And I... I don't know how they didn't run more. I don't either. And also, someone needs to teach the Browns receivers when it's third and two, third and one, third and four, run to the marker yeah, and then run your route. Because two or three times in that game, they missed on third downs because receivers caught the ball yards short. That's just poor awareness. Yeah. Um, But then the Cleveland defense – so Chad Henney comes in. First play. Yeah. Uh great catch by Tyreek Hill. Uh it wasn't I don't think that was the first play. I think he had like one play and then that was the first play of the next drive or something. Uh I yeah, think. and then he threw a punt into the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> he did. <laughs> that Carl. was literally we were sitting there watching the game with some of my family. My uncle goes, Well, that was just a punt. He just punted the ball. <laughs> yeah. Um it was horrible. It looked like a dadgum uh Carson Wentz interception is what it looked ugh. like. That was I mean, exactly the same thing it Carson did. Wentz was doing. It, it did look like that. Oh, <laughs> it's just like that's what true. is that? And then the drive after they get the ball back, 
and they're just trying to kill, run some clock out. Mm-hmm. He scrambles out to the left. Yeah. Going for the first down. He gets hit just short, which, by the way, I thought, oh, that was a bad spot. He definitely made it. And then they showed the replay and went, man, that official made a fantastic yeah, spot. Yeah, I thought as soon as I saw it, I was like, he was short. He get he got up, like, celebrating. I'm like, you're short, buddy. You're short. And yep. the officials made a great call. You're right. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, the next play on fourth and mm. one, I, it was the ballsiest play call. Yeah. By the way. They've run this several times. Mm-hmm. It's a, the sprint right, throw it to Tyreek Hill. Right. He's too fast for you right. to stop that close quarter. You can't get through the track. It's the same play they ran to Devontae Adams. Right. Line them up on the inside of like a trip set and have them break yeah. right. You can't keep up. Yeah, or motion come across. Motion, Whatever. Yep. Same concept. But to do it on fourth, like if you don't, if that pass gets incomplete, mm-hmm. you're giving – the Browns the ball back. Midfield. Midfield, two minutes left, and they can go win the game. Yeah, you're only up we'll five. five. Yeah. Yeah. Ballsy. Yeah. And Very. They made it. Um, Very. I've seen a lot of really people like getting upset about the touchback. Rashad Higgins. Yeah, my dad was all. My dad's a Browns fan. He was all, all right. upset about but it. But that's that's the rule. Absolutely. If you fumble through he the told end me, zone. So I was outside. I didn't get what get to watch the first half of the game. I come in, and my dad goes, "The Browns would be in this game." It's thinking Higgins got to the goal line, and then he got hit. The guy hitting with his helmet. It was helmet to helmet, and he Goodness. fumbled the ball, and they stinking gave it to the Chiefs. And I literally looked at him. Like, well, that's the rule. Granted, like the rule for helmet to helmet is if it's a defenseless player. Yeah. Or like if you blatantly launch into someone. Yeah, which wasn't. And they still hardly ever call that. Yeah, it, which it wasn't. And he was all upset. He was like, they gave it to the Chiefs. No, that's, like, well, the, that's, the that's the rule. Like, of course they did. That's what You got to be careful when you stretch that ball out. Yeah. You have to know, like, that's a risk. You yeah, when you put that away. ball out, you hold on to it. Because yeah. if you fumble it through the end zone, they get the ball. Yeah. Um. It was close, though. It was very close. It was but the right call. I think it was the right call. Um, if I was a diehard Browns fan, I would probably be very upset about it. Yeah. Um, just like I was when they called Des Bryant's catch an incompletion. Um, Let's see how you refer to it as Des Bryant's catch. It, they came out and said it was a catch. <laughs> so, spoken, it was a catch. Spoken like a true Cowboys fan. When they came out and they changed the rule. The two references they had were yeah. Des Bryant's catch mm-hmm. and uh, Jesse James. Yeah. Oh, ah. Yeah. Sorry. So salty hate about to, that. Hate to bring that one that up again, too. That was the stupidest call. That was so much worse than Des Bryant. anyways, it hey, doesn't matter. let's give the Browns a little bit of credit. They came out and they played. Mm-hmm. People thought, oh, they're just lucky because Patrick Mahomes got hurt. I think you guys forget. There have been several teams that have went to the Super Bowl with their backup quarterback. Yeah. So just because the starting quarterback goes out doesn't yep. mean. What are the odds that Mahomes plays next week? Very high. He almost made it back into the game on so Sunday. So if they don't diagnose him with a concussion, absolutely plays, which they haven't to this point. I haven't seen the report from like I haven't anything today. I haven't heard anything but, today. I mean, if he's diagnosed with a concussion, though, it's it's usually pretty hard to play the week after. I, 
but I'd say he plays. I was gonna say, but it's AFC Championship game. Yeah, Roger Goodell is going to jump on the phone. He's going to be like, hey, you know how the Big Ten changed all the rules for Ohio State? (laughs) Let's just pretend Patrick Mahomes is Ohio State. Yeah, let's serve him up a hot plate of CTE and get him on the field. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at Mahomes-Allen quarterback matchup in the FC Championship. What more could you want? Yeah. Which, by the way, no one's talking about it. State Farm won the insurance bowl. State Farm over Progressive. What is what? I have no idea what you're talking about. Baker Mayfield does the progressive oh, commercials. Oh, 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 State oh, 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 Farm. You're right. You're right. The State Farm Bowl is going to be the Super Bowl between yeah. the Chiefs and the Packers. Yeah. If Mahomes plays, he's going to play. I'll, but before we move off of this, we should give an award to Chad Henney for his coming in and making that run yeah. and making that pass. Like, absolutely. what an absolutely just gutsy, phenomenal performance. He's like 35. Yeah. Comes in. <laughs> he looked like. They zoomed in on his face at one point, and he just, I was like, man, this dude just doesn't, I don't know. He just looks like somebody who's out of place, but yeah. he's going to give it everything. And he did, and Andy Reid should get an award for the biggest stones of anyone in the NFL. Tony Romo, on the on the call, he was like, if you're the Browns uh, head coach right now, you're telling your team, no play, don't jump. And then they snap the ball, and they run it. And Romo's like, they ran the play! And Romo's losing his mind. And so am I. I'm in the real living room like, they ran the play. They, oh, you got a first down game. I'm like, what in the world kind of call was that? Yeah. It was crazy. Insane. Yeah. Great call, Andy Reid. Yeah. Actually, it was probably a dumb call, but. No, great call, Andy Reid. It was good because it worked. <laughs> yeah. but you If it doesn't Hill. work. If it doesn't work. If, if that doesn't work and you lose the game, that then goes down as a Pete Carroll level. All day bad today on ESPN, it's oh we got the same old Andy Reid doesn't know how to manage the clock. Oh. Yeah. Well, that goes down as almost <laughs> is is a second worst thing to a Pete Carroll. You, you Pete Carrolled it if that doesn't work. Like, all right, final game. Yeah, Breeze Brady, History Channel. <laughs> I loved that. That was awesome. That was good. Um. I said there's absolutely zero chance that the Saints win this game. Yeah, you did, and I picked the Saints because I hate Brady. It's hard to beat a team three times. Very. The Buccaneers look like the team that we all thought the Buccaneers were going to look like mm-hmm. to start the season. The whole year, yeah. That's it. That's what we thought they were going to look like. Yeah, it, I mean, it is. They played – by the way, Good defense. before we get into the game, Bruce Arians, put your waist belt around your waist. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, he's wearing it like one of those stupid <laughs> Louis Vuitton fanny packs. He looked like a Klingon. It reminded me of a Klingon warrior from Star Trek. Yeah, it looked like a hairless Chewbacca. Chewbacca yeah, I was going to say Chewbacca from Kashyyyk. Uh, anyways, sorry. Yeah, that bugged me a they lot. They don't make one big enough. I don't know. Andy Reid wears one, though. Romeo Cornell wears yeah, one. Like, Have you seen him? I'm sorry. I anyways, saw him trying to walk along the sidelines one day and laugh for five minutes. I, just wear it. Like, you look stupid. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not a good look. With your N95 cone mask. Yeah. Your, what are those things called? Little Face, hats. What are those the, little French hats that he wears? The uh, Like the berets? I don't know the, what they're called. I don't know what they're called either, but they're uh, whatever. That they're rough. Happened. They're I, they're terrible fashion choice. I just 
I don't know. It's a it's a rough situation it's there. A um, but it started off, and the biggest difference I think at the beginning of that game was no Taysom Hill. When they got in the red zone, they didn't have their red zone. But sort it's of, not like he comes in and scores all the time. But they use him in the red zone they in do. short yardage. They do all the time. They do for because that's not really Kamara's thing. And they also no. didn't have Latavius Murray, so their I think second that. running back was Ty Montgomery, which, by the way, you're a running back. Change your number. Yeah, get out of the 80s. <laughs> which, by the way, I still don't understand why no receiver wants to wear an 80s number anymore, but running backs, you're in the 20s, 30s, 40s. Yeah. Get back there. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Agreed. Anyways. <sighs> I think that made a big difference. Uh, the Buccaneers can't cover a punt <laughs> to save their life. I like two times in a row. I'm like, what is? <laughs> All right, I guess that's best play for the Chiefs is punt return or the Saints. Saints. Sorry, they do have a good return man though. So fast forward through the game. Buccaneers come back. They go ahead. The Saints have the ball. They can go win the game mm-hmm. or tie the game. Breeze has to push the ball downfield. And there was only one person on that Saints team that could push the ball downfield, and it was famous Jameis Winston. That's right. Which, by the way, he came in, and people were like, oh, he threw a great ball. Like There wasn't anyone within 25 yards of I that wide receiver. that ball. Like, yeah, it was wide open. Yeah. Taysom could have thrown that ball. Uh, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> he didn't have to be close. I mean, he had well, to... Yeah. Let's... <laughs> um, I yeah, let's not go too far. Uh, Michael Thomas, zero yards. Yeah. Just I don't think he had any catches, did he? No. Yeah. I think they said it was the first game in his career without at least two catches. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. A forgettable year for him. Very. Um, But the Buccaneers win. It very much seemed like the identity of that team has switched when it got in the playoffs. It very much feels like Bruce Arians is like, all right, I've been trying to put my fingerprint on this entire team for 17 weeks, and it hasn't really worked. (laughs) Tom, just get it done. And it seems like that's what's happened. It does, it does seem like they've flipped a switch or something's changed because yeah. they have looked a lot better and different. I also had a feeling of being really old. Why is that? During the game when they were talking about Byron Leftwich. Heck yeah. And they didn't say anything about him being an ex-quarterback. They right. just said Byron Leftwich. And I thought, I wonder how many young kids are listening to this and have no idea did he play quarterback? He played quarterback Pittsburgh in the Steelers? NFL. Or he played for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, he did. He was a hero at Marshall. Yeah, he was. I mean, how many of these young kids have no idea? Almost when they just hear the name Byron Leftwich, they don't even know who that is. Right. I don't I don't remember him being at Marshall. I I knew he was at Marshall because I remember him playing at Jacksonville. Yeah. I remember him backing up Ben in Pittsburgh for a year. Well, you think about people a little a bit older years. than us, they're like so, like, Jason Garrett, mm-hmm. backup quarterback for the Cowboys, 
and with the Giants when they went to the Super yeah. Bowl when Kerry Collins was quarterback. Mm. Um, Doug Peterson being a backup quarterback. Uh, whichever Harbaugh brother was a backup quarterback. I don't remember. Uh, Frank Reich. Yeah. With the Bills. Reich. Uh, like the generation older than guys. me watched those guys play. Yeah. I never. Right. They're only coaches to me. Right. So I had that sort of realization that that is happening to me now. Yeah. So like. Like, I saw an article about Miles Austin possibly being the wide receiver coach for the Jets. Oh, really? Which I'm like, I like that a lot. Yeah, but by cool. the way, a lot of people have no idea. Yeah, he was a receiver. Like, Dallas. So, like, I'm getting to that age where, like, people that I watched growing up are becoming coaches. Kellen Moore? God, Boise State. I mean, but most people remembered him. I don't know that they remember Kellen Moore from, you know. <laughs> Y'all need the motions of that. You can't translate that into podcast language. Yeah, it looked very much like Phil Robertson doing some weird mo- – we've been watching a lot of Duck Dynasty lately. I love Duck Dynasty. Um, That's a great choice. But to wrap all this up, for me, it's over for Drew Brees. It's over. Yeah, I think he retires. I mean, it's just – there was nothing left in the tank. Mm-mm. He – it looked like he legitimately could not push the ball down the field. It was hard for me to watch. Um, that defense was ferocious, though. Devin White is an animal. He is. He played a phenomenal game. Animal. And he's been good all year. Yeah, they are They are an aggressive, physical defense. Uh, I think he said after the game, they were asked, like, what's our identity? What's our identity? And Todd Bowles told him, you're those mother. <laughs> and he's just like, and that's what, that's about it. And I'm like, hey, okay. like, I can appreciate it. Okay. Um, but, and then people like, talked about Drew Brees' legacy. Drew Brees' legacy is he's going to go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play. Yeah. Holding most all of the records. A lot. Which he might not by the time it's all over. I was going to say, with. Brady might end up eclipsing him for the right. last Which couple. Which, by the Brady looks young. Yeah, the most shocking the most shocking thing, this is a week late, the most shocking thing I have seen is the graphic of George Blanda and Tom Brady next to each other. When they were talking oh, about yeah. Brady being the, holy cow, does George Blanda look like he is about, like, at 43, he looked 65. Yeah. Tom Brady looks 33 at 43. Uh, maybe younger than that. I mean, he looks very young. TB12. Not for me. No, sir. <laughs> I like my protein to be real protein, not plants. Yeah. But uh, it's, something was working for him. Yeah. I. There's all that. Um, what was the other great? Oh, whenever he went to high-five the referee. Yeah. That was hilarious. That was funny. And you know he did it knowing exactly what the internet would right. do. Right. Exactly. Yeah, he did. And, and that's the only reason awesome. it's funny because the Pittsburgh Tom Brady hating part of me is like, that's right. This is more proof that he's a cheater and they're paying the refs. Oh. But then I got to be like, relax, sad, Lucas. Sad. He knew that I would say that and he's trolling me. Yeah, he, Don't def- give in. he definitely trolled you. Yeah. Um, but I look at it and I think back to it's hard to remember Drew Brees, Drew Brees yeah. playing for the Chargers. 
I don't. It's hard to remember almost any of that. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember it. I never watched so it. So I remember it. when he got hurt and it was a big deal and, you know, Philip Rivers and mm-hmm. yada, yada. He gets released. No one wants to sign him. He signs with the Saints. Sean Payton left the Cowboys, went to the Saints. Katrina happens. Yeah. He's an absolute legend. Absolutely. But if Miami signed him instead of New Orleans, his career is much shorter and far less relevant. That's probably true. Sean Payton and him were just a match made in heaven. Yeah, they they went together like peas and carrots. Yeah. I mean. Which is what happens with a lot of great quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, Brady Belichick, Breeze, Sean Payton. I would even say Roethlisberger and Cowher uh, and Tomlin. Like Roethlisberger, like Roethlisberger benefited from the coaches he played with. Granted, I will say this till my dying breath. The Steelers were better when Big Ben was not the best player on their offense. Yeah, I'll agree with uh, They were better when they ran the ball first instead of passing the ball. When they won Super Bowls, he wasn't even in the top five players on their offense. Uh, I'll stand behind that's that. That's a bit much. Eh. Who in the world do you – like Willie Parker, Randall Hines Ward, Heath Miller, their uh, Alan Fanica. Alan Fanica was a – Absolutely. They monster. had some great linemen. They did. They did. They were they win super like I said, they need to stop throwing the ball fifty times. It starts run with getting ball, rid of the problem. Run the ball. He's not the problem. Stop calling fifty pass plays and run the ball. And stop the run. He's not the one oh. doing that. They're doing that because they can't run it. Hey. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, we're talking about Drew Brees. Got a lot of emotions. I know they're all pent up in there. I want to let you let them out, but <laughs> we gotta we gotta rein it in just a hair. <laughs> uh, but Drew Brees is done. He should be. I, I love Drew Brees. At the end of the game, my honest thought was maybe they should put Jameis in so they can throw the ball downfield. Yeah, the commentators even said it. Did they? I think I think the commentators even said. I don't think Troy Aikman is smart enough to say something like that. Maybe. Talk about somebody with CTE. <laughs> His last several years in Dallas, he had a concussion every week. <laughs> it seemed like every single time he dropped back, there was an Eagles linebacker just driving him into the dirt. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Trotter played linebacker for the Eagles. Jeremiah for, Trotter. Yeah. Dude just dude was a monster on NFL Street too. Yeah, he just pummeled Troy Aikman in NFL 07. I think it was 07, 05. Anyways, I think it's over. I loved him. Uh, I am excited. I think we got the four best teams in the championship. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chiefs, Bills, Packers, Buccaneers. Chiefs, Bills, Packers for sure. Buccaneers. They certainly in the playoffs have looked a whole lot better than Seattle, than New Orleans, than the teams seated higher than well, I mean, but like we looked at it going into the playoffs, and we're like, it was really the Packers, and we don't really give anyone, like any of these teams could Saints lose to Bucks. anyone on yeah, any day. Right. But the Bucs have so far, they've been the good version of the Bucs. Yeah. Um, and if they're the good version of the Bucs, they're definitely I will, the At the end of the teams. game, when they interviewed Tom Brady, um, 
and he said, uh, apparently he said that he's become, his blood has gotten a lot thinner since he moved to Florida, <laughs> since it's not as cold. And uh, they asked him about going to Green Bay, and he's like, Phew. <laughs> like, like, yeah, it's probably going to be like in the 20s. He's like, yeah, he goes, well, I mean, there we go. <laughs> but I mean, that game's going to be electric. Yeah. Brady in the cold against Rodgers. King of the North, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I can't wait for that game. I love Aaron Rodgers. I will I'm say. I'm going to root so hard for the Packers. Yeah, I'm. I'm rooting for the Packers too. I want to see Packers Chiefs in the Super Bowl because I want to see it. I do too. I want to see Mahomes and Rodgers. Yeah, and uh Josh Allen next year, buddy. All the comparison of Rodgers and Mahomes as the top two, which mm-hmm. is it's not even an argument. They're the top two. Yep. I the more that this season progresses. It's just one. Rodgers has been better this year. I by leaps. By leap. No. Yeah. I mean yeah. I mean I it's been you watch their games and you see what he's doing in his head and you're like like that's amazing. Patrick Mahomes is doing some physically amazing things, but all the brain work is over there behind a visor <laughs> with a giant play call play sheet. sheet. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I think that's amazing in its own way. I love the way Mahomes plays because it's simple in that when you watch him play, you see somebody that's like, all right, you do this, you do that, you do that. And we're going to figure it out and, you know, snap the ball. Like there's, there's it's a backyard. There's a backyard kind of thing. And Rodgers yep. has that a little bit too. But, but it's much more sophisticated. Right. But Rodgers is more the sophisticated, like, genius level walk up to the line and figure it out. Yeah, he's guy. like uh, the master chess player. It's Peyton Manning-esque. You know how Peyton yeah. would just, like, figure everything out before the play ever started? Yeah. It's Peyton Manning-esque, except Rodgers has got a better arm. He's more mobile. Yeah, I don't know if you ever watched the the Sherlock Holmes movie with Robert Downey Jr. I don't know if you ever saw that. I one. think I did. Where like he like plays the entire scenario out in his mm-hmm. head in slow motion yeah. beforehand. Like, yeah, that's Aaron Rodgers. It is. It is. And it's just, it's a great watch. Yeah. It's so fun to watch. I want to watch that game so bad. Yeah. Um, also, the Packers cornerbacks are greatly underappreciated. Jair Alexander is a g- and, really good player. Uh, is it King? Yes, Desmond King, I think. Ke- Ke- uh, no, Kevin King. Kevin King? Kevin King. Who's yeah. Desmond King? Desmond King was the safety that the Chargers traded to Tennessee. I think it's Kevin King they drafted out of Washington. Okay. Just getting my wires crossed again here. Yeah, check me on that because I could be completely wrong. I'm pretty sure it's Kevin King. Oh, I'm working on it. But anyways, um, yeah, we'll go through our picks for this week. Uh, on the pick em, uh one of the picks I did pretty good on. I'm in tied for sixth, but that's because we have five people tied for number, first place. You're right. It is Kevin King. Um, 
three of those top five are my parents. They're, they are the three tied at one, aren't they? Three of them are tied at one. So there's Rusty's picks, uh, Mama Kearns knows football, and picks two is also my dad. Yeah, right. So your your no, parents are the picks top three. Picks two. I thought it was your mom's. Picks two is my mom's. But then I think there was another one. I don't know. There's, I think, uh, Derek Bramer. Yeah. Uh, he's up there. He is uh, Lucas Loves Soccer, which is Zach. Uh, Sarah Fuller fan in, club. I'm not who sure is, who that is. I don't know who Sarah Fuller fan club is. I don't either. That's the one I want to know. Is it? Is it Ricky? It can't be because he did. Oh, Lucas that's right. Loves the Steelers himself. and the yeah. Cowboys. Yeah. Somebody is getting things wrong, which I think is hilarious. And uh, I'm right next to you down there. Yeah, getting things wrong. Lucas's picks to Jr's picks. Oh, so I had the one that I went way at. Like, I picked the Browns, yeah, the Rams, the Ravens. I did one that I just went way out there with. And then the other one was the, my legitimate one. Right, um, and my legitimate one. I got to make 12. sure to not cross those up this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure you click on the right thing. Yeah, uh, I guess that's the danger of dual entries. Yeah. But, you know what? Just brings a little more fun Whatever. into it. Um uh, it has been fun. Like the other questions are, they're like, oh man. That's that's my favorite part. Yeah, like, those have who's, been. Who's receiving and rushing yards, Hill or Chubb? You know? Yeah, that was. That's, that's tough. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, I, I'm i excited. So we'll do our picks for the games. Mm-hmm. Or I guess who's going to be in the Super Bowl? We don't need to go through each game. Just who are the two teams in the Super Bowl? Uh, Packers, Chiefs. I'm. On, on the condition that Mahomes plays. If Mahomes doesn't play, Packers Bills. Yeah, it's Packers Chiefs. I I lean towards saying even if Mahomes doesn't play, I think the Chiefs could still beat the Bills. I think they could. I think it'll still be a good game, but I'll take the Bills. Yeah. If he doesn't play. Yep. I also look at they've already played. The Chiefs won the first game. Give a little leg up to the Bills, you know, that was early in the season. So that game is going to be very good. Yeah, that's that's the one I'm more excited to watch. I mean, I'm excited to watch Rodgers and Brady. Me Actually, too. both games should be great. They should be, but I if I can only watch one, I will watch Bills yeah. Chiefs. I need to figure out what kind of meat I'm going to smoke for watching this. For the Super Bowl, I'm going to smoke some wings. Some wings. Yeah, There's we'll have – you have to come over, eat some wings to watch the bowl. The bowl. The State Farm Bowl. <laughs> I don't know, one year I made a tater tot casserole that was essentially tater tots, cheese whiz, and wolf brand chili topped with more cheese. Good. It wasn't bad. That sounds pretty good. I figured I like, like the plungy, the plunging your intestines of the wolf brand chili <laughs> with the stopping the cheese, power of the, the cheese, cheese would, would counterbalance. Would kind of cancel each other out. It would all go down smooth. It kind of worked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say it was perfect, but uh, it did taste very good. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll have to do a whole thing next week, talk about Super Bowl snacks. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's a really good, yeah, some favorite commercials. Yeah, because there's not going to be too much football to talk about. Yeah, that's a great idea. Because I assume the next coaches that are going to be named are going to come off of the Super Bowl winners or losers. 
probably. Who who wants that Eagles job for real though? I what? I don't like, like who wants it. I don't know. I didn't want it. I did. I didn't, no way. They, I mean, they're not offering it to me. But. Oh, I know, but I'm saying like who? That is a very undesirable job. Yeah. I Same thing in Houston. There's so much controversy between front office and players and stuff that it's like. So the whole trading. The so the whole trading Deshaun Watson. I actually think this could be. The Jets' job could be so much fun. Because if I was, if I were the Jets, I would offer Darnold the number two pick, and maybe a pick next year for a Watson in return. Yeah. By the way, if you're Houston, you have to think. All right, if I get a first round pick this year and next year, which are the two years I don't have a first round pick, and we're Houston hungry for those, picks. I have a quarterback that has potential. Yeah, Darnold's not terrible, and I think he could be a pretty solid We can starter. get a good head coach in. We still have some weapons that will clear up some cap space that we're obviously having issues with. That's a trade that I would entertain. And if I was Deshaun Watson, I would be interested in that trade because you're not going to the AFC North or East with Tom Brady in it. Correct. But you do have Josh Allen. Fair, but you know, I you could resurrect the New York Jets from the depths of despair, and you would be a hero on levels that he can't possibly imagine him being. True. I don't know. He might be able to imagine it. Probably he can imagine it. But I think that would be a dream scenario. They probably also signed Juju Smith Schuster to a contract worth way more than he's worth. By all means, go but ahead. go. Uh, he's the type of receiver that would go there and would probably help them out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Juju – I keep saying go. I don't think Juju's a terrible player. I'm just really tired of the shenanigans. So the TikTok dances were one thing. And, and granted, I said before all that, I didn't <laughs> think he was going to get a second contract. Right. Yeah, you did. You did say that. Like, so for anyone and – I, And I even agreed saying that Considering the other people you have to pay, yeah. that's probably true. Yep. Oh, but him and Ben both want to come back. That came out. They said that. But Mark P- Marquis Pouncey said he was going to retire, but then yeah. nothing official was said. And I, oh, I think they got to re-sign Minka this year too. Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, they have no money. <laughs> they re-signed Minka, Bud. Be all right. Yeah, the Bud one that surprised me. I didn't expect that to make as big a difference as it did. He's a really good player. And it helps. I think it helps Watt as well. Not that Watt is incapable of still making an impact, but it ensures that you have to think about more than one person. Yeah. You know, even if you your priority is obviously still stopping J.J. JJ, TJ Watt, mm-hmm. if Bud Dupree's in the game, but you can't just forget about the guy on the other side. Right. Well, if you look at like Cleveland this year, Olivier Vernon's had a great year. Yeah. Opposite, opposite Miles of Miles Garrett. You look last year, um, Robert Quinn had a great year in Dallas, opposite of Demarcus Lawrence. Right. It's the way it works. Then he got a massive contract to go to the Bears and hasn't done anything. Right. That's what I'm saying. I don't think Bud Dupree is a right. 
crazy good talent and a crazy good player. However, he's good enough. He's pretty good, and he's good enough that when the attention's not on him, he can make a big I'm impact. with you. Not worth what they'd have to pay to keep him. Maybe not, because his numbers are a little inflated by right. P.J. Watt's success. So he's going to drive big premium. Money. Yeah, from someone. Right, and, and I, it won't be Pittsburgh. And honestly, Alex Highsmith played really well at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I was happy with that. If he continues to develop, you can probably live without Bud Dupree. If Alex Highsmith steps up, Devin Bush comes back. Right. Highsmith steps into that other role. But those are a lot okay. of difficult decisions that have to be made. They are. Um, they are. And if it were the Patriots, I know what the Patriots would do. We're not the Patriots. I understand that. I don't want to be the Patriots. It's the Steelers, and the, the Steelers are loyal to a fault. Dang right. <laughs> Proud of it, too. Well, anyways, I hope that they do the things that the Steelers normally do because that means they'll stink again next year. The, the Steelers are one of the greatest franchises in the history of football. They should do what the Steelers should do. They should stop doing what TikTok is doing and start <laughs> doing what Pitts, Mean Joe Green, James Harrison, Jack Lambert, Pittsburgh Steelers would do. All right. So, Chiefs Packers <laughs> in the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, I Pittsburgh haven't seen today. the Mean Joe Green Coca-Cola commercial in a while. I wonder if that'll make a comeback. It'd be great if it would. Good memories. It probably won't. Um, yeah, we were. Uh, yeah. I, I'm i excited. I think it's going to be fun um, awesome this weekend. Awesome football games. Yeah. Awesome football games. Uh, sad part, there's only three more football games. Yeah, that is sad. Um. Yep, and the latest mock draft from Todd. <laughs> uh, Todd McShay had Justin Fields going number fifteen to the Patriots. That's fine. I think that's fine too. To I'll Patriots. stand by. They stand haven't had a single quarterback coming out of Ohio that's State. That's right. And I heard someone ask this question: Why could Justin Fields not beat out Jake Fromm in Georgia? It's a good point. Jake Fromm's not yeah. awesome. Uh, why couldn't he do it? Why did he have to go through the transfer portal? I don't know. That's a good question. That is a great question. I've never thought about that before, but that's a great question. Yep. So, all things to consider, I guess. Yeah. Um, not for us because we don't own an NFL team. We're not general managers. Yeah. But, but if I did, I would. It will impact them. my fantasy team. Probably not, because I don't take anyone. I was going to say, Patriots. I'm not drafting him. I don't need to. I got Dak Prescott and Kyler Murray. Yeah, well, some of us have to redraft our team next year. And That's I true. do not, if I get a top three pick again, I'm going to lose my mind. I've had a top three pick twice in my life. You know what those picks were? Le'Veon Bell, <laughs> the year he sat out. <laughs> Saquon Barkley, this year. You know how hard it is to win uh, when you got the number two pick and you do that with it? Uh, that's Quit great. giving me the number two. I don't want it. I'll pick eighth, ninth, tenth, whatever. Get yeah. me out of the top three. Well, yep. I think everyone's going to pick the Chiefs and Packers. Um, so it's going to come down to the little picks that are going to drive our pick them. They are. Um, and they I'm hoping. The Bills, the Bills I don't want to wish ill on my parents, but I really don't want them to win. I want to win. I don't want anybody but me to win. I don't know that that's even possible at this point. I don't. Th- I don't know. 
everyone in front of me would have to screw up a lot. Yeah. Uh, I think Calvin forgot to do his picks this week. He did. I only scheduled one reminder to go update your picks. Yeah, I didn't think about that it. That was either. my bad. Yeah, there was a few leaders, uh, Calvin and my sister, who was 11-3 and three after week one. Uh, mm. They both are 10-4 and four and 11-3 and, and didn't pick anything this week. So, yeah, so rough and, climb back in. Yeah, them. and they still almost have as many points as my <laughs> second picking, <laughs> which has uh, just not gone well for me. Uh, but that's all right. It's it's the one that I just pick yeah. all kinds of crazy stuff just but see what I, happens. So your final question. The story coming out of this weekend about quarterbacks and contracts was Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson. They're both coming up at do you sign their fifth year option? Mm-hmm. I assume Cleveland does fifth year option on Baker. Yeah, I, don't I would see assume why not. like yeah, that's what I would do. If I could, I would. Yeah. <laughs> and then you it, next year, if everything goes accordingly, then he gets a contract. Yeah. Um. But they were talking about with Lamar, it's just offering him a contract, not doing the fifth year option. I think that's a little risky, but they said that it was going to be a fair deal to both parties, which means they were going to try to low ball. Yeah. So here's what that says. And I thought about doing that with Baker instead of Lamar. It says that you've got a lot more confidence in the future. Like you think the guy is proven now. And you think if you give him another year, price goes up You can get a better deal this year if they wait on Lamar and he plays great again next year right yeah price goes up if they get him now when he had a good but not great year definitely a step back from MVP form then made it to the same level in the playoffs though. made it to the same level in the playoffs but if he comes back next year and has MVP type year price goes up yeah no I mean I can see that but that's the only reason I could think of you know, not exercising that option because you think long-term we believe in this guy and we think the price only goes up. Do it now. Baker, I'm not sure that you're sold on yet because this, he's played pretty well this year. I think Baker's going to end up in that sort of, uh, Ryan Tannehill. He, I think he ends up as just a slight step above that. I like, I think he's good. Maybe in the same tier, but, just a tick ahead of Tannehill. Just yeah, a tick I think ahead he's of Cousins. Very, which, by the way, guys. someone said this. He plays with a chip on his shoulder, which is very impressive considering the fact that he was a Heisman Trophy winner, number yeah. one overall pick. Right. Like, And he still plays with but a chip on his like shoulder. But he still feels like the underdog. Right. And, by the way, I love it. I like that part about it, too. Yeah. I mean, if he was on any other team except the Cleveland Browns, you would be a big Baker Mayfield fan. I can feel it. I would be. <laughs> Like, you really would be. I, I know. Him being on the Browns has really held me back. I would hate Lamar Jackson no matter where I went. I would love I, Baker Mayfield. Hey, but if the Steelers keep it up on the ticky-tack TikTok, you might be jumping over to Lake Erie. Get you a good team. I will not be the moving. The Browns. Oh, my gosh. Don't ever say that again. Uh, <laughs> Don't ever say that again. Well, I personally – uh. I was very proud of the Browns. I thought that that was awesome. They did way more than people thought see, they were going to. Even though I don't like the Browns, it's good to see a team who struggled for so long 
finally have some success, finally play some playoff games, and play good. Oh, it's yeah. nice to see. The Bills, their stadium had 6,000 fans in it. They got the 6,000 loudest fans. They did, too. Oh, it's... I said something about it one time. I'm like, look at that crowd noise. And it's like, you look up, and there's 5,000 people in the stands. Yeah, I'm they... sure they're pumping it in, but... Well, no, they can't. Oh, they can't? Yeah. They've I think there's like a year. base, like 70 decibel. Right. Which is nothing. It's not a lot. Um, But I think they're running that whether or not there's fans or not. Yeah, yeah. And uh, But then in Kansas City, of the like however many thousand fans they had, 48% of them were Browns fans. AFC North travels, baby. It's like WVU. Like, you would almost want WVU to come to your bowl because you knew WVU fans were going to travel. Yeah. That was when bowl games mattered. Yeah, they don't anymore. Yeah. Thanks a lot, college football playoff. Way to go. That ruined it. Proud of yourself. All right. Well, that pretty much wraps it up for this week. Did we even talk about the national championship? I mean, we can wrap it up, but we didn't even talk about it. I mean, it went exactly how everyone thought it was going to go. Yeah. I heard. It was very unentertaining yeah it was and that was all i was going to say it's like national championship happened nobody cares yeah nick saban number seven greatest of all time we all know it yep will he ever go back to the nfl no why would he yeah absolutely not king (laughs) absolutely (laughs) he's the greatest college football coach of all time yeah keep doing it no need to change die legend that's right i mean what did uh, babe bruce say in the sandlot legends never die heroes uh, get remembered but legends never die I don't know if that's true or not, but it was a cool moment in the movie. I think it was 50 Cent said, or maybe it was <laughs> Nelly. What does it take to be number one? Two is not a winner and three nobody remembers. I think that was Nelly. I have no idea. We're going to go with Nelly. Yeah, I, I don't recognize that at all. Oh, well. Yep. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I've quoted Nelly and Taylor Swift today. Feeling very cultural, aren't you? I mean, that is that's some range. That's some range. Yeah. Well, pop culture, man. That's some range. Some range. Uh, I do have trivia cards from an NFL trivia challenge game mm. that we're going to do in the off season. You're going to destroy me. <laughs> you yeah. you are. <laughs> I mean, uh, let's see. Is it, is it I, there's so many of these. Like they're so old. What is it? Uh, who's ten straight Pro Bowl selections from 1983 to 1992 oh is the most ever by a Bear? A. Walter Payton. B. Dick Butkus. C. Mike Singletary. D. Richard Dent. Well, the multiple choice helps. Richard Dent isn't that from Batman? Richard <laughs> <laughs> Dent. Can we trust him? Yeah. You don't know, do you? No, I don't. It's Mike Singletary. Is it? Yeah. Okay. The years of what gave it away. Right. It was too late for uh, Butkus and Peyton. Yeah. I don't know, but they're old questions. Like, um, I don't know how this was like, I think I was in high school, so this has been like 06 when mm. I got this game. So circa I was 14 only, years ago. I was going to say, I was, uh, what, uh, eight, nine. No six. Ah, well, you should do good then. Yeah, I'll remember everything. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what I do remember in 06? 
I stayed up way past my bedtime every night watching Miami Heat win the championship with Shaquille O'Neal and Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade putting up 30 points in the NBA Finals over Dirk So I, was, I think it was Dwayne Wade came out and said, no one's talking about how happy James Harden looks in Brooklyn. Of course he's happy. He got his way. About? Yeah, he looks less fat. How did he? Lo- how does he look that less fat? Can someone explain that to me? Black is a slimming color, Lucas. Dude, he looked like he dropped <laughs> seventy pounds. He looked like he could have started at lineman for. Maybe ATT. DoorDash isn't working in Brooklyn. Wow. Yeah, that's just the pictures are wild. I'm sure there's a reasonable explanation. Oh, the one picture it. I sent you that had Kevin Durant and. Uh, Looked like Kimbo Slice, mm-hmm. and then it was just an empty box. It was Mark for... Henry. It was Mark. Oh. That's who it was. Mark Henry. I don't know who that is. He's. I think he's a wrestler and oh. world strongest man competitor. It looked like Kimbo Slice. It looks like a fat Kimbo Slice, but his name's Mark Henry. Yeah. Did you Close. just think it was Kimbo Slice? No, I didn't know who it was. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was a, a larger African American man. I didn't know who it was. Mm. I said it looked like. Because yeah. of muscularness. Yeah. Mark and Henry's the sideburns. Really, the only reason I have any respect for Mark Henry is because he's actually one of the strongest dudes in the world. He's competed in the world's strongest man stuff and won some of it. Mm. So there was a guy from Charleston that did those. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, the YMCA up by Jaeger Airport, where we would used to go when I was in college, because we didn't have a weight room accessible to athletes after 5 p.m. Great. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's yeah. So, anyways, we would go problem. to the YMCA by Yeager Airport, um, and there that guy worked out there. I can't remember what his name was, but he was basically like doing shoulder presses with these dumbbells that looked like one car axle in each hand. Was it Phil? I don't know, Fister. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Dude was just a mountain of a human, just like had car mm. axles in each hand. And like he would do like a rep and then talk to a bunch of girls for 30 minutes. And, <laughs> and then he'd go uh, back, do another set, and then just chat around. And then all right. drink some of That's some terrible. drink. Yeah. And... yeah. <laughs> you guys couldn't see what I was doing, but they were shoulder presses. Yeah. Um, He's just... Picture perfect form. Yeah. Exactly how you want to do them when you're trying to shoulder press a car axle. I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't either. But anyways, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. Yep. Get your picks in on the pick em. Yep. I'll send out some reminders this week. I'll try to post something. And don't forget, whoever wins gets $50. So you guys need to do better. So we're not sending my parents $50. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sure they would enjoy it, but, you know. Yeah. It's just a sense of pride at this point, like sense of pride what do you mean sense of pride you're not proud of your parents i'm i I don't want to go to their house for every meal and be like hey remember whenever you like hosted a sports podcast and Mm. we were smarter than you okay that's a good point right like what if your sister won yeah i'll never yeah that's exactly what i thought like okay if my mom or dad or sister won this thing i that wouldn't be good either yeah yeah it'd be horrible you'd be miserable i I would be i would be i in an instant that clicked and i completely understood what you're talking about Okay. All right. Well, guys, have a great week. Yep. Enjoy the games this weekend. We'll see you next week. Yep.